them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too I promise there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We're going to be talking about what we're watching during our uh, isolation period here. And also, we're going to talk about whose house would you want to be stuck in. But first, nerd news. Nerd news. (laughs) That's all I got. It's been a long week. Long weekend. We'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Hey, but at least we have news. That's right. So... Her creative juices have stopped flowing. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard. hard times. It's uh, okay. All right, here we go. Da, 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 news. Da, news. Did you really miss that? Come on. That was, that was great. <laughs> now I'm ready to do this. All right. Now the news is blasted. So here's some really bad news. So San Diego Comic Con has been yeah. postponed or moved. Right. Yeah. It's next. Next. Basically next July. That merited the Loki intro. Well, it's, it's canceled. Right. It's, I mean, if you postpone it to the next time it happens, <laughs> it's canceled. That's called this year's canceled. It's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one's surprised by this. And I don't no. think anyone questions it either. It's just no. sad. You just knew it was no. coming. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, just the thought of being packed in there like sardines. <laughs> Even if they lift the restrictions July 1st, everybody really want to push it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like a Corona factory, basically. Right. It's a cesspool. (laughs) It's already a cesspool. What are the studios going to promote? They don't even know when things are coming out. They don't they're not making pilots, I assume. I mean, there's all the all the San Diego publicity machine. What are they going to be doing? You know, I'm sure they gear up months in advance for this thing and they don't even know what's happening. No, it's true. There's nothing nothing to talk about. Much less infecting 135,000 people that show up. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the most exciting part. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, very disappointing, but very understandable. And, um, you know, I think they're having, uh, I think WonderCon did this too. They're sending out links of artists and, you know, people, the vendors that are there. Hopefully they can get some support for their work because this is big moneymaker for them. And they're not. Yeah. But I do like that they are giving refunds. They're not just saying, well, hey, if you, you know, we're just going to put your ticket next year, whether or not you can make it, you don't get a refund. Yeah. Like some cons are doing. Um, they just straight up said, you either get to push your ticket till next year or we'll give you a refund. And all the hotels are refunding people's deposits. So that's refreshing to see. It is. And I feel like it's the big cons that can do that, right? They can afford right. to do that. Right. I'm sure they have a very, very good insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. They have to for that big thing. But it's it's just sad. I mean, the, the cons, it's it's when it starts hitting you, the things that you were going to be doing that you enjoy, and now they're not happening for a while. And yeah. it's, you know, who knows when. It starts to really sink in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was going to be a very busy spring and summer for us. We had some stuff planned, mm-hmm. and it's a huge bummer. And here we sit. And here we are. <laughs> In our living rooms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not together, not... Not even in the same room. Uh, so it's sort of a, a uh, alternative to getting together at conventions. Home con happened, which was... Was it last weekend? I don't even know. I, I don't. It was I, last weekend. I've yeah. lost track of all time and space. <laughs> As have we all. But yeah, it was last weekend. And apparently it did really well. I had some friends that took part in it. As far as, you know, they they bought the interviews, watched the panels. And yeah. uh, so it was really fun. It, sounded, so it, was, it was... No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no you. you. Oh, no, you. Um, <laughs> well, it was, it was an idea by Paul Amos, who was on Lost Girl. And I'm sure lots of other things. He played Vex. And um, which Kat and I are like, oh, yeah, Vex from Lost Girl, because we just started watching it. So now we know who these people are. Um, exactly. But yeah, so apparently he, he, according to Rachel Scarsden, also way cool now that well, I've been watching her on Lost Girl. But uh, he sends her apparently ideas quite often. And she says 99 of them, 99% of them are just like, oh, no, that's just not good. But this one, he, I guess he suggested the idea. I think he'd been doing it on his own, like 
doing some sort of FaceTime Zooming with fans or whatnot. And he's like, hey, this could be a con. And he told her this idea and she was like, you know, that's actually not a stupid idea. It's a really good idea. And they got it all set up and, and, you know, not just for right now when you can't go to cons, but also for people who just can't go to cons, either because of physical limitations, financial limitations, travel. And um, so, yeah, it's something that I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in the future, regardless of where we are. But I think for like $50, you could get a five minute chat like this, you know, like one at home, Zoom, whatever, or $5 you watch panels. Um, I think the first 10% went to first responders. The rest of the money that people, that actors made went to charity of their choice. So it sounds like a great idea. And apparently it went pretty well. It did. I know a lot of the one-on-ones sold out pretty quickly. I would imagine so. Oh, yeah. 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 It was hosted on Twitch, which is that sort of video game. It's like (laughs) YouTube for video games. Do you know anything about Twitch? Oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't either until I, you know, I I heard about this con. So I actually did. I did the five the five dollar subscription. Oh, did you just to, wa- just to watch panels? Yeah, so it was five dollars total for all the panels for everything. Nice. Wow. Uh, of course, I realized afterwards that if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you could have done it for free as oh. part of your subscription. <laughs> well, it went to a good cause. It went to a good cause, so I'm not too upset. But it was, yeah, the uh, Batwoman panel, Winona had a panel, Lost Girl, Supergirl, Lucifer, Stranger Things, Vagrant Queen. There's wow. a bunch of panels. Two, it was over two days. And uh, it was cool. It's, you know, it doesn't quite, it will, it's not the same as being in, you know, uh, at a big event. But it was great. It was, you know, you could sit in your pajamas and watch, you know, some of your favorite actors just kind of hang out and talk to each other. And it's really cool. It's a great event. And, yeah, I think you're right, Wendy. I think we'll see a lot of this coming in the mm-hmm. next probably a year until things get back to normal. Well, a lot of, I mean, being at actual cons is as much as it is, as it is physically meeting the actors, getting to talk to them. And, you know, you get less time sometimes than five minutes. Like you, if you get a five minute one-on-one on screen, that's more than the maybe minute, you know, some actors will talk to you for a while, but a lot of them you're just up, you get an autograph or photo and you're out, but it's, you got to meet them in person. But a lot of it's just the fun of being there with your friends and experiencing all this with your friends, waiting in line, going to panels with your friends instead of just going to the bar. The bar, <laughs> the bar is huge. Yeah. It's a fun day. Where are we going to go drink? And you see people in the bar sometimes, some celebrities and it's right, just a fun right. time. And you, yeah, that's where I spend most of my time. <laughs> You know, Tara. (laughs) Time well spent. Tara and I get to the floor of San Diego Comic Con. We walked around for maybe an hour. I'm hungry. Literally, that's what happens. Let's go get food. We're already like sweating from being around thousands of people. And we're like, I'm hungry. And let's just go find a spot on the the street, on on Fifth Street, and watch people. Well, the thing is, at San Diego, you have to plan ahead for like an hour from now, I'm going to want food. Mm -hmm. So we should start trying to make it happen. Because it can take you that long. To get in a place. So, but yeah. yeah, it's these home cons won't replace that, but it's nice, especially for the people that can't be at cons or right now they're like, you know what, 50 bucks, I've got $50. I'm going to talk to my favorite celebrity or this celebrity for a while and just have a fun little chit chat. So, it's guys, we cool. should have done that with Caparel. What are we thinking? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have five minutes. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick, quick round of questions right there. <laughs> Uh, so, but, okay, I'm actually really excited about this. So Mandalorian on Disney Plus, they're releasing an eight episode documentary. It's going to be interviews, behind the scenes eight episodes? Eight episodes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long they are, but it's going to be hosted by Jon Favreau, who, of course, is the executive producer. And also, didn't he write every episode? I don't know if he wrote everyone or not, but maybe. Good question. That could be. <laughs> maybe. Let's go with it. All right. Uh, so. But it looks. I mean, it sounds sounds great. I'm I'm excited about this. Oh, I'll watch. It starts May fourth. Perfect day. May the fourth be with right. you. Right. May the fourth be um, with you. And you as well. Um, <laughs> good good job, Disney. They know people stuck at home. Mandalorian. It's a great thing to watch. Yeah. And behind the scenes, they better have an interview with Baby Yoda, or I'm going to be mad. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Baby Yoda has its own episode. Oh, <laughs> the good point. Good oh, it point. has to. It has to. Yeah. I want to hear his whole take on how the show went. <laughs> Baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the first script, Baby Yoda, where you really had no lines? Okay <laughs> 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 He's got like sunglasses on. He's sitting yeah. in the director's chair. 
Did you know this was going to be a star turn star making role, baby? <laughs> you snapping his finger for someone to bring in water, or <laughs> or he could snap his finger and the water just floats oh. over to him. Don't forget, ooh. I'm guess or who was the force real or was that all special effects, Baby Yoda? That's what I want to oh, yeah, ask him. That good one, hard hitting. So many questions. I wonder if there. I wonder if Baby Yoda is played by a girl, because you know, like Lassie was played by boys, even though it was a girl dog. Like, what That's if it's true. a girl? How can you tell? It might be well, a girl Yoda. We're gonna find out in this documentary. I mean, the character might be a girl. It's just called the child. It's not Yoda. It might be a female, for all we know. Yeah, but they do, don't they refer to it as he a couple times? I mean, it doesn't mean that they're right. Yeah, probably. I, just, I hope they're not probably. misgendering Yoda. Yeah. Baby well, Yoda. We'll hear how he feels about it. Hey, how? I don't, I don't know. Maybe this will come out in the documentary. Yes. I hope so. President Expose. <laughs> this is what these times have done to us. We're debating. This is what we're talking Yoda. about. We built a whole life for Baby Yoda. <laughs> Well, since we're talking about Disney Plus, oh, so it turns out, and, and to be honest, uh, I have not watched Disney Plus since I finished watching Mandalorian. Yeah, I gotta say, me too. I feel like I'm not getting the most out of. Them. I love Disney Plus, and I plan to watch things, up, but I have not. Yeah, same. It's a fail. So apparently, our friends at Disney have been censoring movies, mm. and they're not. They're they're definitely. It seems like people are just discovering it on their own, like organically, as opposed to being like, all right, guys, this is the deal. We took out some stuff because it's a family friendly platform, whatever. But one of the the ones that I think is the most hilarious (laughs) is Splash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't know about this until until you guys brought this up to me. So I guess in uh, in the movie starring Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, classic movie. Tara, have you seen it? Nope. Okay. It's on the list. <laughs> it's a great movie. Cute, romantic comedy. She's a mermaid. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> so there's a scene where she, uh, Daryl Hannah, as the mermaid is turning, she runs from the camera and she jumps into the water. In the actual movie, the original, you can see her bare butt. butt. It's okay to say butt, cat. Can I say butt? I think, I think you're going to Her butt. <laughs> And so the the uh, the geniuses at Disney decided, you know what? We think the human the the female body is is something to be ashamed of. Too much butt. <laughs> so we're gonna create this weird sort of hair skirt that <laughs> that this character is now gonna be wearing. It's it is such a bad visual effect. It looks terrible. Yeah, she had long blonde <laughs> hair to begin with. It went pretty far. But then they've just made it a little farther and it doesn't really move a lot. It's just covered <laughs> up. And, uh, you know, okay, Splash, I, if you remember uh, Cat, because Tara has not even seen Splash, but back when it came out, it was, I believe it was the first touchstone picture, which was Disney's slightly more adult fair brand. So they did think like, show naked, not quite mermaid butt, and <laughs> it was a little more... Uh, Less, I mean, it, ha- it wasn't R-rated by any means. It was just no. not your typical, it wasn't Snow White. So it's interesting that now, and I think, you know, maybe part of it is that, you know, people can just grab things, you know, grab images and put them everywhere. Oh, look, on Disney Plus, I saw butt, you know, as opposed to it's in the theater, it happens, you leave, and then nothing. You can't social media. Or maybe it's just like, hey, kids are watching, let's cover the butt. I don't know. They didn't care if we saw the butt back then. It's a different time. What is it rated in general? It was PG at the time, I'm sure. Or G, even. I don't remember. Let's find out. It's probably PG. Well, it's time for these kids to grow up, face reality. (laughs) (laughs) There's butts there. Yeah, and I can't honestly remember thinking back to the rest of Splash, if there's anything else that was at all questionable, or is it just the butt? I think it's just the butt. (laughs) Butt gate. A lot of it I get. Like, the whole Toy Story 2 was part of it, where I guess the little prospector guy is trying to get... (laughs) Yes, who is Stinky it? Is Pete. it both Peep or it's is it? It's a Barbie. Uh, it's two Barbies. It's a Barbie. And it's yeah. basically saying, oh, the casting couch. I can get you a part of Toy Story 2. Or maybe it was one that it was doing it. But either way, they cut that out, which I get. I think it was in the like the things in the credits or the bloopers yeah. or something. Right. So it's right. like, I get it. You know, you don't want to joke about a casting couch between that old guy and two Barbies and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sounds ridiculous when you put it that way. <laughs> it, I mean, exactly. And I think that movie came out in the late 90s. So it's like, well, I mean... 
That's kind of gross. Yeah. That should never have been in a kid's movie. It it is gross. But people did used to kind of joke about the casting couch before there was so much. I mean, because I remember people would like, it would be in other things like joking about, you know. But not, but not necessarily something you'd want to put in a Toy Story movie. By right. yeah, was, you know, there's the line. There's there. the line. Yeah, it was Toy Story, so not appropriate. But so it's a good thing. Like that's fine. You know, take out the casting couch. But McClunky, no. Um, and by the way, Splash was rated PG when it was released. 1984. 80. Ooh, Tara it's was my, born. My hey. Yeah. <laughs> let that sink in it's it's a fun movie it's a very fun movie yeah we'll see what else pops up that people catch as they're watching disney plus exactly i'm sure there'll be more to come yeah it's disney has a history of things that like maybe not appropriate now is any as any movie company i think disney's just more hyper aware of it because they are like kid oriented sure but there's a lot of things you could do back then or that people that were were done that you would never even well, they've erased they've erased an entire movie from their catalog. Yeah, Song of the South. Song of the yeah. South. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's that's good. You can you can make changes now and maybe cut out things that are not appropriate at this point. Sure, but maybe do it better. I don't know. Make maybe <laughs> spend a little spend a little more money on the visual. It looked like a tenth version. Like, hey guys, this is what it's going to kind of look like. <laughs> give us give us some more time. It's like, yeah, okay, no, we'll just take that one. <laughs> okay, fine. No one will even notice something. Yep. <laughs> Who's going to watch Splash? Who's going to care? <laughs> Good luck, Disney Plus. <laughs> We're glad you exist. It's just, you know. No, but we have to, I mean, we have to bitch about something. I'm still way more offended by McClunky than that. So Agreed. So, Black Widow. Postponed. And they there's no, no new date. It was supposed to be May 1st, but there's no new date. Oh, yeah, saw an article that maybe that's a good thing. Kind of let people get a little break from the MCU. Um, oh, I see. I thought you meant because it was terrible. No, no, no. I think it was more <laughs> the gist of like, because there was some, there was some talk early, you know, when the movie came out or was coming out that like, okay, we, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say the character. Okay. Spoiler for the last Avengers. She dies. So they're like, oh, so she already died, and now we got our movie coming out. But maybe they're like, this is, it's got a little bit more of a break now. People are going to be missing Marvel, missing the, you know. So let it, let it take its time, and then people will be ready for more Marvel by the time it gets out. So that was the gist of it. And it does, so this movie takes place after the events of Captain America Civil War. So we're going back in time. Yeah. Which you'd have to. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> We'd have to. Um, so it's not an all the way back. It's not really a... It's not her origin story. Oh, okay. Yeah, the origin yeah. story. All right. So it's not that. Okay. So her hot sister has just existed out there. Florence, it's Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh! Pew, 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 pew. Pew! Which is why I'm excited for the movie, honestly. I'm ready. I am too. That's like, I think we talked about it. It's yeah. like, oh, she's in the movie? Oh, okay, I'll see it. Yeah, now I'm down. Now that made me excited to see the movie, and now it's not coming out anytime soon. So, But this is happening a lot. This is not the first movie to do this. Oh, no. I think Milan has also been pushed. Yeah. Hey, they're already talking about a sequel to Milan. It hasn't even come out yet. There's word oh, wow. of a potential sequel already. Yeah. Mm. That's a good sign. Feeling pretty confident about themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll have to put the first one out and see how we do. <laughs> yeah, there's really no, nobody knows what's happening. Film. Are oh. things even coming out right now? I mean, I don't even. Uh, there's no, but they, nothing open. Like our theaters aren't open. That's a good point. <laughs> kind of a big hindrance. Unless they want to do the whole, yeah, home release type of thing. Both came out on home release and apparently made like 30 million or something. So yeah. And then uh, I feel like there's something else that that decided to do a home release. Maybe not. Maybe that was, was it. it. The, was it the Vin Diesel thing? Um, oh yes. I don't know. Let's just call it uh, Pitch Black Ten. I don't know. It's, it's unrelated, but it's similar. It's the same movie, basically. <laughs> but yeah, right. I think yeah they're they're going to home release, which that'd be interesting because people have talked for years about is home release this type of thing going to replace going to theaters? No, I guess that theaters are freaking out. Oh yeah, because if yeah. they would do something like release Black Widow home release, I buy I buy it for the price of a ticket. First day, I'd buy it first day. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a thought that AMC theaters might not come back. That's oh a huge my change. god, That's enormous! It might get rid of AMC. I don't know if that'll happen, but wow, That's just depressing. Changing, is it? 
They charge way too much for their food. But Theaters still. are way overpriced and I rarely go anymore, but it makes me sad to think that they won't be there. But they're fun. It's I love going to the movies. It's I miss such a, going. It's, it's 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 such a cool experience, and there will always be movie theaters. But maybe they'll just be a lot less, a lot fewer. As long as my quaint Cinemark in North Hollywood <laughs> is still there, yes, that's all I care about. Speaking of movies, coming up in a future episode, mark it down. We're going to be it. watching Cats, and yes, speaking of things that didn't do well in theaters. <laughs> You know, people got to be watching it at home. Yeah. I would hope so. I hope it's like a weird cult at home classic. Me too. I don't know. I haven't heard any news about that. <laughs> I uh, When this all started, some some people were kind of like tweet watching it or drunk watching yep. it or stoned watching it or whatever and then tweeting out. Well, I see that in our future, guys. <laughs> well, we're, I'm, there's no way we're not drinking while we're watching that. We got our video thing going between the three of us. Can we record this and then just put that up as a cat's podcast? Absolutely. And hold our actual cats while watching cats. Show off cats or animals. We'll just open it up to animals. I have a squirrel pillow. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that cat is fantastic. Oh, you gotta wow. put out a picture of that cat. <laughs> I love it. All right. So no, let's figure that out. We're gonna do a cat's uh, oh. cat's watch. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Guess who's back? Xena. Sort of. <laughs> so Sci-Fi had a cool... It was a... It was one day marathon. And I think it was just a bunch of random episodes, right? It wasn't... There wasn't like season... I, don't know. I think it was season one. It was season one straight through. Yeah. I caught... Straight through? I don't know if they got to the whole end. It's, it's yeah. the thing. It's, it's happening every Thursday. It's on sci-fi now, right? Yeah, on the on the reg. Getting, going going through. I don't know how many they got through. Uh, I think it went for like uh, 13 hours the first day. It went something like 13 hours. Okay. Yeah, they got to draw this thing out. They can't yeah. do the whole thing. Yeah, it's true. But there's so many episodes, though. There are so many episodes. What else do they have to do? Right. This will last them till summer. <laughs> <laughs> So this, it was a kind of a cool event. So they had uh, Lucy and Renee, Lucy Lawless and Renee O'Connor, who starred as Xena and Gabrielle, of course. Who played who? They had these cute little snippets. So it was them talking to each other through FaceTime or something or Zoom. It was really cute, talking about past episodes. And uh, they were, as part of those little clips, they were also interviewed by the awesome Katie Wilson. Yeah. Who is a soon-to-be friend of the podcast. Yes. She's our dirty <laughs> friends to. Well, you've met her, right, Kat? Sure. Yeah, yeah we're friends right. with Katie. Yeah. <laughs> this is a long time ago, but I yeah. definitely met her. She'll be joining us at some point in the future. Wendy and I met Katie at a Xena convention when our film w- Wicked a Xena musical premiered there, and she came up to us after, and we've been friends ever since, and mm-hmm. we're still awesome stuff. So she is amazing and a. A real hardcore nerd. Yep. So. She lives, she walks the walk, talks the talk. She, she is the nerd. nerd Especially Athena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't wait to ask her about that. I mean, she's gotten to do so many dream job, I'm sure. I don't want to even tell you how old she was when she watched Athena, but <laughs> I just want to say, did, did young you ever think you'd be, <laughs> you know, interviewing them at some point? Well, I mean, I mean, that's actually, that's a great question. That's really cool. And it's going to be, so this year is the 25th anniversary of, of Xena going on the air. And I feel like we will start having a lot more Xena content in our, in our, uh, our episodes. So, you know, listen for that. But if you want to go and see just the little clips that sci-fi, look at my hair. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see just the little clips that they put together for this marathon, you can go to um, Mary D's website, ozzip.com, and she's put them all out on a page so you can just look at them uh, if you missed it the first time around, but it's really great. It's always good. It's always fun to see Xena coming back into, uh, you know, the spotlight, if you will. Cause it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was such a, it's such an important show to our sort of community. And I kind of feel like the farther away we get the young, like younger audiences haven't discovered it yet. And uh, the show holds up, I think. So um, it's never a bad thing to see Xena on tv again yeah i mean of all the shows sci-fi could have picked and to have xena be they do they're doing this and battlestar and winona i mean three great shows i'm glad xena was a part of their whole we're gonna run marathons mix so good for them 
And get Lucina Renee involved, get Trisha Helfer involved in the Battlestar cast. I like what they're doing. They're, you yeah. know, nerds looking out for nerds. <laughs> and also they're having these cool, like these cool marathons. It's like such a great idea. It's, you know, taking advantage of people sitting at home all day with nothing to do. Hey, if I'm going to be taken advantage of, then this is the way I want it to happen. <laughs> but it's like, it's the actors too, though. Like they're bored. They don't have anything going on. They might as well do a Zoom call with the rest of their, their show, you know. Good job, Sci-Fi. Yeah, way to go, Sci-Fi. So guess what, guys? So exciting. What? According to according to Deadline, <laughs> Jaws behind the scenes musical is coming to to a theater, like a stage theater, in beautiful Milburn, New Jersey. <laughs> it's, it's coming to the Paper Mill Playhouse. That's all the only place so far. Hey, uh, Broadway's waiting. It's called Bruce, and it sounds really funny. For those of you who don't know, Bruce was the name of the mechanical shark. That <laughs> they named it Bruce. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be the world premiere of, of Bruce, the musical. And it's based on screenwriter Carl Gottlieb's memoir. Did you know that, Wendy? He wrote a memoir. No, but I feel like I should read it. Is it readable? I've, Can I read it? It's a musical based on behind the scenes things that have struggle to get it made. Yeah. Exactly. The, the tagline is, it's about the problem-plagued filming of Steven Spielberg's 1975 classic Jaws. It was a problem-plagued set. They had so many problems. And Bruce was the biggest problem, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I, for, for one, they told him he was insane to actually shoot it on water, like in an ocean or whatever. They shot it off the coast of Martha's Vineyard, I think. And um, But hey, Spielberg is like, no, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And uh, so it caused all sorts of problems. The shark wouldn't work, which is a big part of why it was so good, because he had to find other ways to show that the shark was there without showing the shark. Because originally, I think he was going to show the shark a lot more. And because it never worked. And, you know, you always hear Richard Dreyfuss on these shows saying, apparently, all around the set, you could hear on walkie talkies, the shark is not working. The shark is not working. But obviously they got, in what my my opinion, a, a perfect movie, a classic movie. It is a perfect movie. movie. And it is a perfect movie. And um, even even the greatest director can get lucky by his shark not working. So now they're going to turn it into a musical. And as much as I hate the idea of a remake or anything of the actual Jaws movie, hey, do what you want with the behind the scenes because that sounds – I'd love to see a docu- like a, a even a fictional movie about the behind the scenes. I'm all for that because it's – That's fun. Making movies back then were so fascinating. Anything about a behind the scenes of making films that's not just all about, well, we put the computer animation and we digitize. It's like all the back in the day making movies. It's so fascinating, so much more fascinating to me when you had real mechanical sharks. Exactly. You had to get more. You had to be very creative to actually pull off a lot of the stuff. So I did I did a bit of a deep dive on the paper mill playhouse in Milburn, New Jersey. Do they have a live stream camp available? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, but they won the regional theater Tony Award in 2016. Ooh, they won regionals. It's a big deal to win regionals. <laughs> hey, better than not winning. So apparently a lot of Broadway shows will go to this theater and kind of work out the kinks and then go on to Broadway. Ooh. So it, uh, it and I, I was on their website. It is a cute little town, Milburn, New Jersey. I kind of went down the rabbit hole in this. Apparently. <laughs> Have you picked out a place to live there? Already? There's not much else going on over here, guys. So I checked it out. There's an adorable uh, theater attached called, the, called the, uh, the Carriage House Restaurant. So you can go for dinner and then go to a show. Oh. It's got a cute little... <laughs> Tara's excited. Wendy's not. <laughs> oh, no, that was excited. I am ex- That sounds wonderful right now. Wendy, you and I will go. We'll go. We're going to go for the opening of this sh- of the of the musical. Okay. We're going to stay stay in historic Milburn, New Jersey. Why the hell can't I go? Because you aren't interested, Tara. You're making fun of me. <laughs> I am interested. I am so down for this. I want to go right now. I that sounds amazing. We as a podcast will go. Um well, when is it open? 2021. I mean, oh, okay. So there's time. We have time. It, it won't get postponed. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I think that's how starved for entertainment I am, that this sounds like a great idea. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go to New Jersey. Not just the, the musical, but the experience of going somewhere, staying in a fun new place, going just doing anything for Pete's sake, going yeah. to stay in this cool little town and see a musical about the making of Jaws. I, 
I'm down. Let's do I think it. it sounds like a great weekend. Can we all dress as Bruce? <laughs> I'm going to dress as you, Tara Sh- can be Bruce. Sheriff Brody. <laughs> when do we be Sheriff Brody? I'll be the the, the sea captain guy that Quinn, loses his leg. Quinn. I'll be Quinn. Tell me the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, don't get no. Make sure you get the right costume. We don't want to confuse you with Left Shark from that. Britney, <laughs> was it Brittany that or did Baby that? Shark? Yeah, no, it was. Katy Perry, Katy Perry, no, Katy Perry, Shark. Left Shark. <laughs> don't be, don't get confused for that. And Baby Shark, or Baby Shark. Yeah, it's definitely not Baby Shark. <laughs> no, it's more like Daddy Shark, Big Daddy Shark. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our nerd news segment for the podcast. Well, this is such a stay-at-home nerd news with like <laughs> absolutely nothing happening in the entertainment world, but yet there are still things happening, and it is fascinating. Let's, Even let's if- tell you what happens in twenty twenty one. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to New Jersey in 2021. Oh you know, God! And it sounds amazing right now. It really it is. all it all sounds so good. Okay, so oh my God, you guys! Uh oh, I'm sitting at my desk. I just opened the drawer, Uh-oh. and I found this hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's a tiny bottle of hand sanitizer that i did not know was in here that is breaking news Whoa, breaking news you found a pot of gold i'm gonna sell this on ebay <laughs> <laughs> this is my trip to new jersey <laughs> all right we need a picture of that and my squirrel pillow and, and maybe wendy's injury oh yeah oh, my, oh, i cut my finger right before this on my computer because it's got glass shards but in- we're pre- we're preparing to get to get ready for the podcast, I'll, to I'll get online. And she, she wrote us and said, hold please, dot, 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 bleeding profusely. 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 I meant to say profusely. Yeah, I meant to say profusely, <laughs> but we thought, my God, she must really be bleeding because she misspelled profusely, typing one-handed. It was a tiny prick of the glass, but it was at the tip of my finger and it was, it was bleeding a lot. So I was trying to type one-handed, grab some sort of Kleenex or, or toy, paper towel, which I'm thinking, don't use the paper towel. That's like a limited quantity, but you got a lot of Kleenex. So, But I had one left, so then I had to open like a new box with one hand and I'm fine now. Thank you. My frozen band-aid is holding it in. So, Podcasting is dangerous business. It is. It is. I risked my life for this one. <laughs> Live to tail the tail. Drinking fluids to recover. I <laughs> yes, lots of fluids. <laughs> I'm drinking wine to replace the red blood that I lost. Red wine. So it's it's it one it counts. It's a fluid. Science. That makes sense. It's science. Respect <laughs> the science. All right. So, what if you guys were stuck in a house with a bunch of sci-fi fantasy characters? Mm, most let's say ed- all, let's say they're all women. Uh huh. And you have to choose a house. Uh huh. So, and I think we should post. We'll post this on yes. our pages. All the yes. things. We so want you to see what we're dealing with here. We're listeners all- at home can can follow along. It's quite the list. I found this online. I'm not going to say it. we didn't make this up. I saw this. Who knows? You know, there's all these quarantine houses. Where would you live? I found this one. It fit our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it fit. It fit our podcast. But we've noticed a few discrepancies. So just like we do everything else, we're just going <laughs> to rip it apart. <laughs> First of all, though, uh, but thank uh, you, whoever made this. Yes, thank you. It gave us much, much discussion here. So should we say who the houses are and then say who we yes. pick? All right. Yeah, yeah, we should go through them. All right, house number one. You got Carrot Anvers from Supergirl. Cara. Cara, I guess. Lizzie's- <laughs> Off to a good start. I mean, I know Cara. <laughs> Lizzie Saltzman from Vampire Diaries. Well, she put Tara. our disclaimer that we don't know who we have. Well, I haven't seen it. No, I, I have not seen it. Okay, okay. Tara, Tara McClay, which threw me because I never knew her last name. I didn't watch Buffy. Yeah, it's but. weird because they put the last names on all of these. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. From Buffy. Ava Sharp, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Is that right? Uh, Clark Griffin, The 100. Karina DeLuca from Grey's Anatomy. There's your house one. That was kind of a random one for me. Yeah, it was There's, random. We'll talk about the ones they left off, but they remembered Karina DeLuca. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I know who Tara, I know what house Tara picks. Kat, was, wait, were you house one? I'm going to go, I'm going to ask you. Okay, no house one. All right. House number no. two. House number two. Winona Earp from Winona Earp, in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, Casey Gardner from a- Atypical. Is it Atypical? It's Atypical. Tina Canard <laughs> from The L Word. 
Villanelle. Doesn't have a last name. Yeah, just Villanelle. (laughs) Uh, Somebody named Samantha, quote, Root Groves. They left her last name off. Come on, man. Samantha Root Groves from Person of Interest and Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy. Obviously, that's my house. Ah. Uh, I'm staying in house two. Uh, House three, we've got Shane McCutcheon from L Word, Alex Danvers, Supergirl, Waverly Earp from Winona, Willow Rosenberg. I had no idea her last name was Rosenberg from Buffy. (laughs) Alex Vossman from Orange is New Black. (laughs) Maya Bishop from uh, Station 19. Is that your house, Kat? This is my house. Oh. Now, why'd you pick house three? Because I'd heard of most, uh, almost all of them. <laughs> okay. Well, but there's no one reason in particular that. It's because Waverly and Willow are in this, are, would be there. Mm. Okay. That sounds pretty fun. It was, it was basically, it was the house that I had two characters that I genuinely like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Then. I feel like they would um, just be BFFs. Like they would have a lot of fun together. They would. Yeah. They, Cause they're yeah. both kind of nerds, right? They'd yeah. be talking about a lot of nerdy stuff. And I, but I would, I would, Try to protect them from Shane McCutcheon because you don't Shane, really have any bad people. I mean, Shane's kind of like she'll kind of like hit on everybody. Okay. She's, but- she's Shane is going to go through all these uh, women's bedrooms basically. <laughs> so I'm there right. to protect Waverly and Willow. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then right. I know Alex from uh, Orange Is the New Black, okay. and I've heard of, I've heard of Alex Danvers. She might, <laughs> yeah. Alex Vosman might also try to go through everybody everybody's bedrooms too you gotta you got your work cut out for you i got a lot of work to do but i can i can handle it okay. right, we got uh moved on to house four lena luther from uh supergirl bet porter from the l word carmilla karnstein karnstein uh carmilla <laughs> what do you gotta do shoot the swans uh carmilla uh fendo Oot, uh piper chapman from orange is the new black hope mickelson or michelson from vampire diaries and cosima nayhouse nayhouse <laughs> house uh so there's house four which no no one i know tara didn't pick that house five you got sarah lance from legends of tomorrow laura hollis from carmilla alice pizzecki from l word elena alvarez from one day at a time and lister from gentleman jack and lexa from the 100 you know ann lister's taken over that house so there's oh, yeah so this is actually probably my second choice because ann lister i think would just be so entertaining yeah, I feel like her and Sarah Lance might end up like fighting to the death or something. Like they might really just get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could see that. And I love Alice. Alice is fun. Yes. Oh, she would bring some <laughs> the comedy. Yeah. Lexi just gets shot. Apparently. Oh. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Hey. It's it sparked a movement. Anyway, uh, House Six. Penelope Park from Vampire Diaries, Nicole Hot from Winona Earp, friend of uh, she nerds out, uh, Samin Shaw from POI, oh, uh, aka Person of Interest. Um, you can also count her as uh, Carmen from L Word if you want. Uh, Dana Fairbanks from The L Word, Arizona Robbins from Grey's Anatomy, and Maggie Sawyer from Supergirl. Tara, I picked this house. Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool house, fun house. We must protect this house. I love Arizona Robbins. Dana Fairbanks is a lot of fun. Nicole, love her, and I like Sarah Shahi. You know, I don't. I mean, I prefer it's Carmen. Let's be honest, but I'm going to pretend that she's Carmen in this house. That's what I'm going to do. No, it's a, it's a, it's a solid house. My house will probably visit your house because you know we've got. <laughs> Well, I got Callie's going to come visit Arizona. That's true. Callie's going to come visit Shaw. Um, Winona might come say hi to Nicole. That's true. So, yeah. I feel like my house is going to visit your houses, too, because I have Nicole and Dana. Oh, no, sorry. I have Shane and Nicole. See, this is working out nicely. Yeah. So we can all still see each other. We can still do our podcast. It's going to be great, guys. Good deal. All right. I wish we really did live in these houses, but, um, so who, you know, who, who would you, who are we missing on this list? Like who could, like maybe let's say you can, you could switch out one character that's not on the the list for one of the characters in your house. Just one. Well, <laughs> Ooh, I like this. No, I like this. Who, who would you switch out? Cause they're okay. Let's, let's give a list of people right. who decided right. we're not anywhere in these houses. You got Zena and Gabriella not there. Duh. The doy. The South of Nowhere girls, uh, Ashley and Spencer, 
Eve Pulowski. You got Villanelle, but no Eve. Buffy uh, Summers. Kate Kane. Buffy's not there. Kate Kane from Batwoman. HG and Micah from Warehouse 13. Oh my God. Kate Kane. That's a, such an obvious one. Yeah. Nobody from Lost Girl. You got Bo, Lauren, and Tasman. You could stick in a house. And then Tara mentioned Yara from Game of Thrones. I would not want her in my house. The actress, maybe, but she not- would shake things up. That's all I'm saying. Scary. Um, I think she'd be fun. I I, I want to get a beer with Yara. Yeah, right. It's, that's what I said. I I told I was like she knows how to party. She would liven up the house big time. Well, all right then. I as know. Long as, <laughs> as long as we didn't cross her, and then she would kill us all. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd rather no, no. have Ann Lister's sister. Also the same actress, but she was funny. And I'm also going to add Paige Michael Chuck from Degrassi. Okay. Um, because this isn't specifically sci-fi nerds. Because no. there's like Bet and, teen, you know, all the L word people. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. And there's a little Degrassi Nissa? action in there. Oh, yeah, Nissa from, also from uh, Arrow, Arrow and, and Legends or whatever. Yeah. I would switch out the girl from Atypical because I don't know who that is. And I'd, I'd have to put Xena in my house. But my gosh, you got Winona, Xena, Villanelle, and Root. That's They'd a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, that is a powerhouse right there, baby. Yeah. I would get rid of Maya Bishop from Station 19 because I have no idea who that is. No offense, but <laughs> no idea. Don't know the show. Don't know the actress. I'm sure she's great. I think I would add of everyone we just, you know what? Uh, I want uh, uh, Kinsey from Lost Girl. Yeah, Ooh, fun. Kinsey's fun. She's so much fun. She, I think she would really kind of be the social director of the house. She would. She would. <laughs> yeah. She would keep things interesting. So I, th- I think that's who I would switch out. Nice. Good call. Good call. Yeah, I'd definitely switch out Penelope from Vampire Diaries because I just, I don't watch that show and I don't know who she is. <laughs> And I'm going to do a two for one. <laughs> and I'm going to put in Spencer from Spashley from South of Nowhere because I love her and I think okay. she is super cute. Uh, and Tasman because she's oh, cool and she would definitely yeah, live with that place yeah. up. We're going to get to some Tasman talk. Good, good call. Good call. Yeah, good call. But HG and Micah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I guess they weren't overtly queer. I don't know, but. When, Wendy, who made this list, you know? Do you think I know? I, no I don't. Forget it. Yeah, you guys, look at the picture. At Leslady79 made it. Where did oh. you see that? <laughs> look at it. It's a watermark on the thing. Not on mine. Thank you, at Leslady79. Tara, you are the brains of this operation. Literally in between the first <laughs> It's It's in rainbow. It's rainbow. It's not oh. small. All right, we're going to have to shout out at Leslady79. <laughs> Thank you, at Leslady79. This gave us quite. We're gonna. We're gonna have to send our. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so while we're all in these houses with all these really cool characters, what what would we be watching? I don't really care. What are we watching right now? What are you guys- <laughs> the, none of these houses would all agree on anything. Oh, you're right. That'd be tough. But they all watch their own shows. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Well, well, I know what what Cat and I have been. Uh, religiously watching lately, and we failed and did not get to the finish line in time. But That's we've right. been watching some Lost Girl. We've been watching Lost Girl, yeah. And uh, I got farther along than than Cat did, but we're we're gonna finish it out because I'm all I'm all in. I'm on board. Wendy won. Wendy won the the contest. Wendy had less to do after work than Cat did, so she <laughs> watched uh, so a lot of Lost Girl. I made it through uh, halfway through. Oh, no, more than halfway through season four and you made it to where wendy uh six episodes into season five got it so, um i won't tell you anything that happens at the end of season four right uh but we can talk about the awesomeness of tamsin and i'd heard all sorts of talk about tamsin and her greatness and also how it gets better and how emily andrus is more involved starting at season three and you can tell exactly yeah and it's it definitely uh it it turned a little corner it i feel like you know, if, if you could see her humor, her, the group dynamics, she seems to like the whole like relationships, like people getting, you know, characters getting to know each other or having scenes together that may not have otherwise, or I don't know, like she likes that group dynamic of bouncing different characters off each other is what I'm trying to say, I think. Both yeah. literally and figuratively. In that show, oh yes. Oh my God. There's so, so much sex yeah. in that show. 
so much. So well, much. the main character is a succubus. Yes, so she that doesn't account for everyone else knocking boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're best friends with the succubus, I guess it rubs off on you. Uh, literally. Uh, <laughs> but also some very graphic stuff. Like they showed a lot yeah. of nudity. A lot of nudity. Yeah. I will say that as I thought I was going to maybe finish, I started fast forwarding through some of them because I'm like, all right, sex, I've seen it. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> you have a limited time. Yeah. I have limited time. I know what they're doing. I'll, I'll wait till I can tell that they're talking after the sex and then I'll stop. <laughs> it still didn't help. I didn't finish. Canada, but, man. They got, you know. I know, One right? Thing, yeah. Um, yeah. Tamsin comes in, shakes things up. I really like Tamsin. I like all of them. Kinsey. Kinsey is an MVP of that show, without question. I love her so much. She's annoying at the beginning of the sh- of the series, but to me, she was kind of annoying. But then I feel like you kind of you just kind of fall in love with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, and I noticed. I don't know if you noticed that season four. I feel like because I I look back and read. Obviously, at the beginning of season four, Anna Silk had been pregnant or something. That's why she was not in it as oh. much. And then the first time you see her, she's kind of in this loose negligee. You can, yeah, <laughs> apparently she had a baby. There was a gap. I thought Tan- uh, Kinsey looked a little more mature. They were highlighting, oh, she's really beautiful. She's not just like the cute, quirky girl. Um, and I know I don't know if you've gotten to the part with Lauren. Lauren was always such a kind of very dry scientist. I'm going to say a wet blanket. A wet blanket. She gets funny though. At some point, Kat, and I don't know if you're there yet, she gets really funny. Like she's yeah, she does. She's she becomes almost my comedy MVP. Yeah. They, they make her dorky funny. And I actually, And it worked even more because she was so boring at the beginning. Right. It oh. really hits they hard. bring out her her awkwardness and, yes. and it's I laughed out loud more starting in season three on than I did the first two, but I actually really enjoyed a lot of the the last few. There's a there's an episode in in season four. I don't remember the name of it, but she and uh, Dyson, yes, and Vex. They're on a bed. They're trying to yes. decide are they going to show uh, Bo this this mystical object, whatever. And they're drinking and they're getting drunk together. And I I like when they start to actually like each other. When Dyson and Lauren start to like each other, because uh, they can understand each other. They're in the same position as, as the other. That is a great scene. I love that scene. And that's where I was like, okay, they're going to use, uh, what's the actress, the actress's name? I forget her name. I should know this. Who plays Lauren? Yeah. Zoe, uh, Zoe Palmer. Zoe, yeah. Zoe Palmer. They, they, they were giving her a little more to do. And I right. think it sounds like that's what, what you're talking about. Wendy, she got more funny lines and she has more of a personality. And it keeps yeah. going. Like it's almost every episode. I feel like. Um. Yeah, they're giving her more to do. They're making her funnier. I I really got to like to her. give her credit. She was basically imprisoned by the yeah. She was by the Morgan or whoever. You know. So, sure. Yeah. Yes, she was sad. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yes, she was pretty sad. So it's you know she gets happier as the season seasons yeah. go. You know, I again, I'm not as far as you are, Wendy. So I I but I feel like there's an ine- inevitable scene that has to happen with Dyson and Bo and Lauren together, right? Is there, is, is, do we see okay. that threesome? We have to. As of episode six of season five, we have not. I'm yes. not saying it's not coming. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I'm looking at Tara's face and I kinda, I'm kind of <laughs> reading Tara's face. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. No. It wouldn't surprise me. I kept expecting Lauren and Dyson, even though I know Lauren doesn't really go that way. But... Dyson's a pretty sexy dude. Oh, Dyson is, but I was hoping, I wanted to see their genuine friendship. I didn't, because so many relationships on that show immediately go there. And I was like, you know what? I like just watching them be friends. I don't want to see them cross that line for whatever reason. So has Tim showed up? Tim Rosan? Yes. He's, he has. He looks like a child. Beardless Tim Rosan is just he looks not very right. weird. I would never. The voice. The voice is the only reason I recognized him. Yeah, no, he needs, he, he looks way better with facial hair. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, one, what I've been watching, Shit's Creek, where he is also in that oh, show. And he's you. very bearded, he's mutt, he's very husky. And then in one episode, he does shave his beard, and it's jarring. Just as yeah. jarring. And his girlfriend does not like it. No, jarring <laughs> for her, too. He's like, oh, no, no, no. So is that a Canadian show? Apparently, it's like we didn't discuss this. <laughs> it is he's also Vagrant Queen, Queen too. So he's all over the place. He's he's big in Canada. He's huge in Canada. Like we're huge in Alaska. Big in Canada. 
Uh, it's all yeah. it's all relative, I guess. Well, I don't know how far you are along with his character, Cat, but um, do you do you like him at all? Because I can tell no. you, you won't. Okay, if you, no. don't, if you don't already hate him, you will. Spoiler he's, alert! I've seen. Yeah, he's he's appeared several times, and he's he's like a jerk every time. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not like you ever really like him, but you you know. He's slimy. That's all I'll say. Yeah, he's slimy. Should we read the email that we got about a, a, a listener who's been watching Lost Crow for the second time? Sure. <laughs> this is from Tracy. Uh, she says, hey, guys, I love the episode with Kat, obviously. <laughs> She's such a lovely person. I hope they bring back her Stetson in season four. Winky face. I agree. <laughs> we're going to see that. I feel like we're going to see that. <laughs> I started watching Xena from episode one on sci-fi yesterday. They had started a reshowing marathon with Lucy and the actress that played Gabrielle, whose name I'm blanking on. Renee O'Connor. <laughs> Hosting with little memories about the show. It's really been sweet. There's so much fun. I haven't seen an episode since the 90s and it was fun seeing the retro TV look. I'm loving it. Wow. Last thing, I just rewatched Lost Girl for the second time. I may be the only girl who likes girls to say this, but I just don't see the chemistry between Lauren and Bo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was me talking. There was definitely more chemistry with Bo and Tamsin. Uh-huh. I think in part it was the acting or portrayal of Lauren, but both sides seemed lukewarm at best most of the time. It just wasn't believable to me that they were an epic couple. Agreed. Uh, I think she should have ended up with Dyson. Interesting, but I don't disagree. The chemistry seemed more genuine there. That's just my take. Maybe I'm missing something. Let me know. Thanks, Tracy. And that was sent from Tracy's iPhone. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. Tracy, thank you for emailing us. We appreciate yeah. it. Your, and your iPhone. That's very interesting about Dyson because I thought, you know, if I had to choose between Lauren and Dyson, I hmm. would choose Dyson. I just thought they're... Hmm. chemistry was better and again Lauren did get much more likable in the last two seasons yeah she loosened um, up but you know I'm a fan of longevity as as you know and Dyson and the chemistry with Bo and Dyson had more longevity to me but uh, if I had to pick overall it would be Bo and Tamsin for sure but you know okay let me let me let me shout out for my girl, Lauren. As a boring <laughs> nerd type individual, I, I liked Lauren. Um, I get, I liked her more as she became funnier. I, I, I don't know that I saw as much chemistry, but kind of, I liked her. I love Tamsin. I feel like Tamsin's one of those girls. It's really fun, but is it long-term? I don't know. She's a party girl. I love me some Tamsin. Believe me, I do. Uh, I liked her energy. I liked her spirit. I liked her like in, in your face, Bo kind of attitude. Like she just gets up in Bo's face and lets her have it when she needs to have some truth spilled out on her. So, and it, uh, you know, the thing she lives on <laughs> sex, <laughs> <laughs> the sex. Yes. The sex she was good at that too. Uh, I don't know. I liked, I liked Lauren. I, I'm going to, no you know. one's arguing that Lauren, that we don't love Lauren. I You're like just saying Lauren. with Bo. Chemistry. I know. I know. Chemistry. That's, w- that's what it is. They had a quiet chemistry. It was no. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's not how chemistry works. <laughs> Maybe it is. You don't know. They had a meek chemistry. And then Bo and Dyson had a very loud chemistry. Well, because they're both loud in the sex area, I guess. I <laughs> the sex um yes uh, you know okay but yes lauren is great <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> okay can we need to get through the last we need to finish this before we can give a firm firm opinion okay we, we finish, gotta see how it all plays out and we'll do a big we'll do a big sort of last girl segment once we finish but yeah, i might change my tune by the end of this right, we'll the see. last thing i will say about speaking of chemistry on the show where I am in the show, uh, Kinsey and Hale are hooking up. Yeah. I, I don't see it. I don't get okay, it. Okay, me neither. I like Hale and I love Kinsey. But the two of them, I felt like it was a contrived, oh, the yeah. sidekicks need to hook up. It was I didn't a matter see, of convenience. I feel like it was. I did not see the chemistry, even though I liked them both individually. I did not see their chemistry together. And I felt like it was just a story. Yeah, I didn't feel it, honestly. But- I like them both individually, just not together. Same. Yeah. 
All right. That's all. What else are you guys watching? Tara, what, I know that you were you were getting caught up on Shit's Creek. Yes, and I did get caught up uh, from what's on Netflix. So I watched everything up to the beginning of season six. Um, and then I ran out. They don't have season six just ended in real life. Uh, just had the finale a couple weeks ago or less. Uh, so it's not up yet. And I guess I heard it should be up in about a month or so. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so it's not bad because I did. I went to the app to try to see, like the pop app to see if I could. But they let you watch the first one. So I did see episode one of season six for free. And then you got to pay or figure out or do it. And I was like, it's too much effort. I'll just wait till it's all there. Um, but I kind of I kind of read how it how it all ends. So I have an idea, but I am looking forward to going back and watching it. But the other thing I'm watching just came on Netflix. It's a show I have watched all the way through this is my third time that i just started okay and that show is community (laughs) you are a nerd and you haven't watched who loves comedy if you haven't watched community you are missing out your life is not full until you've watched this it's such every episode is some meta thing about something that you're going to go, oh, man, all they're doing this this is awesome. So if you want a fun show that also has heart, that is super nerdy, um, watch that. It's a lot of fun, especially in these quarantine days. If you need to pick me up, that'll do it for you. That's a great recommendation. Wendy, anything else you've been watching? Uh, The opposite of community, which would be Westworld, which is um, (laughs) (laughs) about, you know, humans and a dystopian society and dystopian society and uh you know it's it's interesting because the last few episodes season three has really gone to a place where if if you've watched that show called person of interest which i gotta admit i have um <laughs> uh, here's a spoiler i have watched person of interest uh there's a lot i mean it's by the same people it's by jonah nolan and denise tay they T-H-E with an apostrophe, Tay, who wrote one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. Uh, she's a, a writer on this or producer, maybe even. But there's a lot of similar themes with AI, with, you know, uh, AI controlling the world, basically, and predicting what people will do, controlling what they do. They even, a lot of the same terms are thrown out. So it's interesting to see what they're doing on this show compared to what they did on that show. And I've seen a few, a few comments about like, Oh, you want to understand what's going on in Westworld? You should check out Person of Interest because it's kind of the similar ideas. Um, so yeah, so I've been watching Westworld. It's it's one of those shows I really like. I don't love, but it's uh, but I watch it because my people do it, and uh, it's it's very good. So, uh, but I watched that. Killing Eve just came back, which is you know always great to watch Killing Eve. They've had one episode, only one one down. So got up on Batwoman today. That's a show. And now my extra fanness of Rachel Scarsden, now that I've seen her on mm-hmm. uh, Lost Girl, I could appreciate her even more. But it's a show that keeps surprising me. I will yeah. say it keeps surprising it keeps me. It's getting better and better. I'm yeah. excited. Is their season over? Are they done? Uh, they had two left. They're kind of like on a hiatus because yeah. the last new episode they aired was in March, but they, they haven't put any more new ones up. But I don't Got know if, that's, if that was a planned thing or if they just are done have aired what they've filmed so far i mean it's not clear to me the home con article i read where they talked to rachel scarston she said i think they had two left to shoot so i don't know if there's more that they've already shot that they have not released but they they had two left that they had yet to shoot so that's a bummer in your first season can't even get yeah it doesn't it feels like it's not still in its first season because it's on the cw it's strange because they still have 20 something episode seasons Yeah. yeah they don't have these 10 to 13 episodes, you know, so really compared to some shows they've had, this is their second season. So when you have so many shows each time, it's, it's, it baffles me now. How do they get to keep those stories going? (laughs) That many episodes. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's an interesting show too. Cause you don't like at the beginning, I thought, Ooh, I wonder if this season's going to end up with her finding out that Alice is her long lost sister. And it's like, no, she found that out in like episode two or something. Yeah, and it's or like one or something. Or one, like, yeah. really? And the rest of the season has been dealing with that and going places. I did not see them going. So I've, I've definitely liked it more than I ever thought I would. And the cast is great. So yeah. yeah. Get through like six episodes and it, you'll be, Mm-hmm. you'll be into it yeah i'm into it i i had to put it on the back burner for lost girl but now that i have a little more time i'll definitely yeah. pick up 
I do like the show. I like it the more, as you say, the the farther mm-hmm. in you get, it seems uh, it gets better for me. I watched uh, Tiger King, guys. Oh dear! Oh. Did you guys have and? you guys seen it? No. I don't know if I want to watch. That. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not How was it? Kind of like watching a train wreck. I'm just be sad also, for the tigers. Yeah, the poor animals makes me really sad. Way to bring it up, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong crowd. <laughs> Everybody I know, most people I know at work have watched it. So it, it, I will. I will say, Tara, it is like a train wreck. Uh, and it, you know, as soon as that train leaves the station, boy, you, I, I was hooked. And you know, Leah and I watched it together. And there are so many times during it, you just we looked at each other, was like. How is this? These people are crazy. They're crazy. It's like they all have these tiger cults. Basically, they're all cult cult leaders. <laughs> what are That's they doing? Insane. Where are they, what are they doing with these tigers? Are they like you carnival don't, don't people? Ask, don't what ask. is the thing? I'm not going to watch. I just so the premise is okay. I'm going to collect these wild cats. These big cats, right? Uh, people will come. They'll pay. They'll get up close. Uh, like, oh, we'll take pictures with the tigers and yeah, get, no. you know, whatever. And then, of course, it turns into well. Then we're going to breed them and sell the sell oh, the uh, sell the kittens. And it's, I can't it's, watch it's, that. It's just a business. No. It's a business, and it's, yeah. it's so interesting because there's there's three of these uh, reserves or whatever you want to call them. Zoos is what they call them. It's th- these aren't zoos, and there's three very different approaches uh, on how to run one of these businesses. And if you've seen the show, <laughs> some of them, some of these are a little more professional than others. Some of them. Well, having been to reserves, I have a feeling none of these are legit reserves. Cause I've been to the places that get the tigers when these people lose the tigers, but I've, <laughs> yes. um, that's where the tigers attempt to eat them. Then they get to go to the nice place. Yeah. Well, they should. The tigers should eat all of these. Yeah. Tigers. Yeah. Wasn't there like a murder involved or a missing yeah, person? Well, yeah, well, yeah, yes. It's so it's it's a it's a crime. It's one of those like true crime documentaries uh, revolving around this sort of big cat. It is like wow. a this weird little community. They all know each other. They all hate each other. It's all it's all really interesting. Maybe the tiger ate him. Did they well, put that out? Is it possible? One theory, but they've debunked that theory. No. Well, I'm for the tiger. But anyways, if you know, if you're not, if you, there is, you do see some, some questionable treatment of the animal. So yeah, I can't do it. If that's like a trigger thing for you, do not watch this, but it's, boy, it sure yeah. is hard to, to not watch for sure. <laughs> uh, and there's another show that Lee and I watch together. It's called Unorthodox. Have you guys heard of this? No. Wendy, I think you might like it. It's, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of, uh, it's a very stressful show to watch. <laughs> it's about, it's a four episode show. And it's about this young woman who lives in the ultra orthodox uh, community in in uh, New York City, in Williamsburg, and it's her wanting to leave to 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 live outside of that community. And it's really good. Uh, I recommend it to anybody. It's it's a really good, really good show. Did did they know she's filming this documentary, or did they give her permission? How is she it, doing this? It's it's scripted. It's a scripted show. Oh, it's a t. Oh, okay, it's fictional. Yeah. Okay. It's really good though. Check it out. I'll have to put it on the giant list of things. <laughs> like, a, like a fictional documentary is so it's along the same lines as like The Office. <laughs> is it like the same as that? No, it's, there's no documentary aspect to it whatsoever. I was just, I just thought. Did I say? Did I say documentary? No, no, no. I just for some reason because we were talking Tiger King, I had it in my <laughs> head that like it's a story of this girl trying to get out of her. Thing. Well, then my joke made no sense, so <laughs> I retracted. It did not. It did not. <laughs> Should I edit that out? I'm cut that out? Yeah, I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> <sighs> but we'll continue Lost Girl. So you're gonna? I mean, I've already started paying for episodes on Amazon for Lost Girl. Yeah. Okay, I might have to just go. I might just get the whole season five because it might be cheaper just to get all of season five. So I think it's like seventeen dollars or sixteen to get all of season five, or it'd be like twenty dollars to get every. SD episode I have left. Right. Well, I have like so, four. I have like four episodes left in four, so I'm just going to buy those four, and then I'll I'll get the whole season of five. I guess what I'm going to. Uh, although I had to give myself a mental break because I watched a lot of Lost Girl in the span of a few days, so I had to catch up on some other shows. But yeah, I got to see how it ends. Now I'm I'm all in. I got. Oh I, no, I can't. I can't not see how it ends. No. 
we've come so far. I feel disappointed that we didn't make it by the deadline, but I honestly thought the deadline was today and I got my dates mixed up. <laughs> but I was like, I'm good. I got to like Saturday. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh crap, it's Thursday and this is, it's leaving tomorrow. So yeah. I didn't make it. It was a sad moment. I was actually watching an episode at midnight on, was it Thursday? Oh, wow. And then wow. I, it, it finished, the episode finished. And then I was like, okay, next time I'm like, is not available. I was like, oh, oh man, they did not waste any time. Damn. That's harsh. My big question, yeah, I had a big question. Like, what time does it actually leave? And apparently midnight. <laughs> yes. Midnight 17th. It was out. It was gone. out. It's gone. Well. So if we have any listeners who uh, want to share their opinions on Lost Girl, or they can maybe talk about what they're watching uh, during this this isolation period, they can send us an email at shenerdsout at gmail.com. Or on the Twitter, tell us what house you want to live in. With me in the way cool house of number two, or with Tara in six, or Cat in three, where do you live at? At SNO Podcast on the Twitter. And on Instagram and Facebook at uh, she, <laughs> she Nerds Out Podcast. I was getting ahead of myself and thinking, Snop. Snop Podcast on the Twitter. You didn't say it. No. Let's snop it up, guys. Come on. Come snop with us. All right. Come snop with us. We want to know what you're doing because God knows this is all we're doing. Um, we're just sitting in our houses. This Although is we're, what we live for. We're all working, but there's really nothing outside that. So we look forward to this. And I don't want to wrap it up because I like seeing your faces. I know. But, I know. But at some point, you got to say bye. So <laughs> on that to, on that note, I will say she nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.